Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with not one, not two, but three unbelievably powerful speeches from our history. The first one by Ronald Reagan, the second one from Chief Joseph, and the third one from Lou Gehrig. And I actually share why that third one is very meaningful to me and my family. I hope you enjoy these, Fire Nation, and we'll dive into them as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. Fire Nation, are you ready to turn your passion into a profitable business? Then this free training and seven-figure playbook and resources from my good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney, is for you. It's called Launch and Scale Now, and you can get instant access today when you visit launchandscalenow.com. Ready to make a bold move and finally find the perfect candidate for your new role? No matter your industry, ZipRecruiter can help. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Fire Nation, let's dive into the first of three speeches today. This one's by Ronald Reagan, Address to Nation on the Challenger. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd planned to speak to you tonight to report on the State of the Union, but the events of earlier today have led me to change those plans. Today is a day for mourning and remembering. Nancy and I are pained to the core by the tragedy of the Shuttle Challenger. We know we share this pain with all of the people of our country. This is truly a national loss. 19 years ago, almost to the day, we lost three astronauts in a terrible accident on the ground. But we've never lost an astronaut in flight. We've never had a tragedy like this. And perhaps we've forgotten the courage it took for the crew of the shuttle. But they, the Challenger 7, were aware of the dangers, but overcame them and did their jobs brilliantly. We mourn seven heroes, Michael Smith, Dick Scobie, Judith Resnick, Ronald McNair, Ellison Onizuka, Gregory Jarvis, and Krista McAuliffe. We mourn their loss as a nation together. For the families of the seven, we cannot bear, as you do, the full impact of this tragedy. But we feel the loss, and we're thinking about you so very much. Your loved ones were daring and brave, and they had that special grace, that special spirit that says, give me a challenge and I'll meet it with joy. They had a hunger to explore the universe and discover its truths. They wished to serve and they did. They served all of us. We've grown used to wonders in this century. It's hard to dazzle us, but for 25 years, the United States space program has been doing just that. We've grown used to the idea of space and perhaps we forget that we've only just begun. We're still pioneers. They, the members of the Challenger crew, were pioneers. And I want to say something to the school children of America who are watching the live coverage of the shuttle's takeoff. I know it is hard to understand, but sometimes painful things like this happen. It's all part of the process of exploration and discovery. It's all part of taking a chance and expanding man's horizons. The future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. The Challenger crew was pulling us into the future and will continue to follow them. 
I've always had great faith and respect for our space program, and what happened today does nothing to diminish it. We don't hide our space program. We don't keep secrets to cover things up. We do it all up front and in public. That's the way freedom is, and we wouldn't change it for a minute. We'll continue our quest in space. There will be more shuttle flights and more shuttle crews, and yes, more volunteers, more civilians, more teachers in space. Nothing ends here. Our hopes and our journeys continue. I want to add that I wish I could talk to every man and woman who works for NASA or who worked on this mission and tell them, your dedication and professionalism has moved and impressed us for decades, and we know of your anguish. We share it. There's a coincidence today. On this day, 390 years ago, the great explorer, Sir Francis Drake, died aboard ship off the coast of Panama. In his lifetime, the great frontiers were oceans, and a historian later said, he lived by the sea, died on it, and was buried in it. Well, today we can say of the Challenger crew, their dedication was, like Drake's, complete. The crew of the Space Shuttle Challenger honored us by the manner in which they lived their lives, and we will never forget them, nor the last time we saw them this morning as they prepared for the journey and waved goodbye and slipped the surly bonds of Earth to touch the face of God. Thank you. Fire Nation, two more incredible speeches coming up when we get back from thanking our sponsor. If you're ready to turn your passion into a profitable business, but you're not quite sure where to start, then I've got great news for you. My good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney, created a free training where they're sharing three smart cuts to leverage your expertise or the expertise of others to launch and scale in 2020. During this training, you'll learn the one skill you must master to launch and scale your expertise to the world, how to quickly create and launch the perfect high-fee offer and sales funnel right out of the gates, and how to use a supersonic stack to scale a business in record time. Plus, when you sign up today, you'll also gain access to their seven-figure playbook free. Inside their playbook, you'll find brand new funnels, scripts, and word-for-word copy that they've used to help their clients generate seven and even eight figures in revenue. That means you don't have to start from scratch or recreate the wheel when it comes to a solid start in your marketing strategy. Visit launchandscalenow.com today to sign up for their free training. That's launchandscalenow.com. According to Zip Recruiter Research, nearly three out of four employers say they're finding it difficult to fill open positions. So what do you do if this is you? It's time to make a bold move. To give you a couple of examples, 68% of employers have raised their wages and 23% have increased their benefits. Maybe for your role, it's a different type of incentive. The bottom line is, if you have a difficult role to fill, no matter your industry, Zip Recruiter can help. And right now, you can try Zip Recruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. What makes ZipRecruiter unique is they not only send your job to over 100 of the top job sites, they also use their powerful matching technology to scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills and experience for your job. Then it actively invites them to apply. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter.com dot com slash fire zip recruiter the smartest way to hire our next speech is by chief joseph and it's known as surrender speech in 1877 the military announced that the chief joseph and his tribe of nez pierce had to move onto a reservation in idaho or face retribution 
Desiring to avoid violence, Chief Joseph advocated for peace and cooperation, but fellow tribesmen dissented and killed four white men. Knowing a swift backlash was coming, Joseph and his people began to make their way to Canada, hoping to find amnesty there. The tribe traveled 1,700 miles, fighting the pursuing U.S. Army along the way. In dire conditions and after a five-day battle, Chief Joseph surrendered to General Nelson A. Miles on October 5, 1877 in the Bear Paw Mountain of Montana Territory, a mere 40 miles from the Canadian border. The chief knew he was the last of a dying breed, and the moment of surrender was heartbreaking. Here's the speech. Tell General Howard I know his heart. What he told me before, I have it in my heart. I am tired of fighting. Our chiefs are killed. Looking Glass is dead. Tahulhul Shoot is dead. The old men are all dead. It is the young men who say yes or no. He who led on the young men is dead. It is cold, and we have no blankets. The little children are freezing to death. My people, some of them, have run away to the hills. We have no blankets, no food. No one knows where they are, perhaps freezing to death. I want to have time to look for my children, to see how many of them I can find. Maybe I shall find them among the dead. Hear me, my chiefs. I am tired. My heart is sick and sad. From where the sun now stands, I will fight no more forever. Fire Nation, our third and final speech today is by Lou Gehrig. Farewell to Baseball Address. It seemed as if the luminous career of Lou Gehrig would go on forever. The Yankees' first baseman and prodigious slugger was nicknamed the Iron Horse for his durability and commitment to the game. Sadly, his record for suiting up for 2,130 consecutive games came to an end when at age 36, Gehrig was stricken with a crippling disease that now bears his name. On July 4th, 1939, the Yankees held a ceremony to honor their teammate and friend. They retired Gehrig's number, spoke of his greatness, and presented him with various gifts, plaques, and trophies. When Gehrig finally addressed the crowd, he did not use the opportunity to wallow in pity. Instead, he spoke of the things he was grateful for and what a lucky guy he was. The speech. Fans, for the past two weeks, you have been reading about a bad break I got. Yet today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I have been in ballparks for 17 years and have never received anything but kindness and encouragement from you fans. Look at these grand men. Which of you wouldn't consider it the highlight of his career to associate with them for even one day? Sure, I'm lucky. Who wouldn't consider it an honor to have known Jacob Rupert, also the builder of baseball's greatest empire, Ed Barrow, to have spent the next nine years with that wonderful little fellow, Miller Huggins, then to have spent the next nine years with that outstanding leader, that smart student of psychology, the best manager in baseball today, Joe McCarthy. Sure, I'm lucky. When the New York Giants, a team you would give your right arm to beat, and vice versa, send you a gift, that's something. When everybody down to the groundskeepers and those boys in white coats remember you with trophies, that's something. When you have a wonderful mother-in-law who takes sides with you and squabbles against her own daughter, that's something. When you have a father and mother who work all their lives so that you can have an education and build your body, it's a blessing. When you have a wife who has been a tower of strength and shown more courage than you dreamed existed, that's the finest I know. So I close in saying that I might have had a tough break, but I have an awful lot to live for. Man, 
Fire Nation, a very powerful talk by Lou Gehrig. In fact, three powerful talks. I hope you enjoyed. I wanted to end this episode with the Lou Gehrig speech because my grandfather actually passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease. So it was a very touching speech for me to read and to hear and to share with you. I hope you enjoyed these speeches and I'll catch you on the flip side. Ready to make a bold move and finally find the perfect candidate for your new role? No matter your industry, ZipRecruiter can help. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Fire Nation, are you ready to turn your passion into a profitable business? Then this free training and seven-figure playbook and resources from my good friends and top marketing experts, Nick Unsworth and Brian Delaney is for you. It's called Launch and Scale Now. And you can get instant access today when you visit launchandscalenow.com.